1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 23 through 30. All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market without raising any question on the ground of conscience. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If one of the unbelievers invites you to dinner and you're disposed to go, eat whatever is set before you without raising a question on the ground of conscience. But if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it for the sake of the one who informed you for the sake of conscience. I do not mean your conscience, but his. For why should my liberty be determined by someone else's conscience? If I partake with thankfulness, why am I denounced for why am I denounced because of that for which I give thanks? So whether you eat or you drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense to Jews or Greeks or to the church of God, just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not seeking my own advantage, but that of many, that they may be saved. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, this is uh, another really interesting passage. And I think here Paul is criticizing something and commending something. I think he's criticizing a reactive faith, which is basically living your life of faith um, purely just off the reaction of your environment, the people around you, and and just kind of going through, reacting against that, reacting against that. You know, this is so applicable to I think what we are all given to now in this day and age and and um I think the social media world and and the you know I'll just call sort of the cancel culture but I don't just mean like like a woke cancel culture but even like conservative cancel cancel culture on either side it's so easy to get entrapped in just doing things based off of um floating through you know the wind yeah. I think what Paul is commending here is a proactive faith and not reactive. And so instead of figuring out uh, what you can get by with, it's actually living your life on mission and making all decisions mm-hmm. through the lens of winning souls. And, you know, that, that idea of becoming all things to all people. And so to know the liberties that are um, granted to you in Christ, but then to also have the wisdom to sacrifice your liberties when other people's souls are at stake. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is, this is so good because you, you, we've all heard the expression before. Um, I can't in good conscience. Mm. And that's really, that's, that's, I think part of where we get that expression from is this passage. Yep. Uh, someone says, Oh, I can't do that in good conscience. And sometimes somebody says something like that and you're like, Oh, that's really genuine. And sometimes somebody says something like that about a behavior I might have, or you might have that they also, that they won't have. Mm-hmm. And it's a little snarky. Yeah. And I think Paul is saying, Hey, for the sake of the gospel, be as generous to people and accommodating to people as yep. possible. Yep. Don't go into sin mm-hmm. for somebody. That's certainly not, but we're talking, we're not talking about matters of explicit right and wrong sin or righteousness. We're talking about matters of conscience. And I think he's saying, hey, maybe your conscience needs to be a little more flexible mm. if you can accommodate somebody else who is of a different faith or of a weaker faith than yours. Mm. And so sometimes you're you may say, Oh, that that sitting around the fire and and having that conversation till one in the morning is totally fine with me. Uh, but 
so-and-so is like real strict on, no, I always get up at five to do my prayers and blah, blah. So you know what? At 10 o'clock, I'll just leave. It's fine. <sighs> it's fine. I get up at five too, but at 10, I'll just leave. Yeah. Like That's a silly little example, but we bend our conscience a little bit mm-hmm. to to help people know the Lord. Yeah. And that's a big push that Paul makes over and over again is, hey, with Christians, you lose some of your rights, yep. some of your preferences, yep. so that people might know the Lord. Yeah. I think that's really a big push in this passage. Mm-hmm. What What do you think um, this first part, all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Do you... Uh, I think some legalisms have started from that at times. Like I will never watch an R rated movie. Yeah. I yeah. will never do certain yeah, things. Never drink alcohol. Never whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think some, some legalisms have been started from that idea, but I think verse 24 is what is so helpful. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Yeah, absolutely. Legalisms are typically started for my good. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, he's all all things are lawful. If you don't have the text in front of you right now, that's in quotation marks. That's right. And so it's, it's kind of assumed that he's either, you know, again, uh, using like a cultural idiom or, you know, using part of like a quotation from the letter that the Corinthians sent him, you know, Paul's not using like his own words there. And so he's kind of criticizing that this, idea of like, well, we can do whatever we want and whoever mm-hmm. has a problem with it can screw off. He, he's kind of criticizing that. In verse 25, though, he, he's also saying, eat whatever is sold in the meat market without raising any question on the ground of conscience. And, and so mm-hmm. the criticism there kind of goes the other way of like, don't go looking for like, I guess to put it shortly, 23 seems to be criticizing sort of the, this free flowy, we can do whatever we want in Christ mentality. 25 seems to be, to me at least, criticizing this, you know, legalistic, like looking for bones to pick, looking for a a way to prick your conscience off someone else to then create like a holier than thou moment. And what he's really promoting here is seek to be constructive, like seek to build up, seek the good of your neighbor. And, And that really brings both sides back under the same coin. You know, it, yeah, it, yeah. it brings us back to this place of not being obsessed with how much we can do or how much we can't do because we're Christians. And and it brings it back to this, okay, I'm living on mission. These are the people that God has put around me. This is, you know, the, the views and world like experiences that they have. How can I leverage this? How can I leverage my own witness to proclaim the good news that God has died for us? That's right. That's yes. Yeah. I, th- I think that's so good to, to point out that he is, he, he, he's not picking a side here. Yeah. No. And I think he really just, just settles in at the end of this chapter where he makes it very, very simple. Whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. And I read this article one time on alcohol and Christians and the guys whole, basically it was a long article that said one thing. If you drink, can you drink to the glory of God? Mm. And if you're not going to drink, can you do that to the glory of God? Yeah. Because some folks drink because they're like, I have Christian liberty. Ha. Mm -hmm. That's not really to the glory of God. Nope. Some folks don't drink because they're like, nobody's going to see me with any alcohol. 
that's also not really to the glory of God. Mm. Like, and then, so can, let's expand that. Can you watch that Netflix show? Yeah. To the glory of God. Yeah. Can you read that book to the glory of God? I think that's a great filter. Yeah. Lord, can I do this thing? Can I participate in this activity? Can I invite my family into this, my friends into this for your glory? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great little filter and a great prayer. It is. It is. Yeah. That's great. Well, we are wrapping up 1 Corinthians 10, and tomorrow we are going to press into 1 Corinthians 11. It's going to get real fun real fast. So we'll see you then. For Will Carlisle and Tom, or for Thomas Nelson, I'm Will Carlisle. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.